Now, making his way to the podcast studio all the way from Sacramento, California, he eats, sleeps, and breathes pro wrestling. He is the best self-proclaimed pro wrestling analyst in the world. Wrestling is still real to him, and he is here to keep good wrestling alive. He is the host of Snug Wrestling Podcast, the one, the only, Edgar Avila. With SummerSlam just two weeks away, more and more matches have been announced here on this episode of Monday Night Raw. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back again to Snug Wrestling. My name is Edgar, and this past episode of Monday Night Raw was somewhat decent at best. It wasn't the best show. It wasn't the greatest Monday Night Raw, but it was what it was. The show started off with judgment day but no dominic mysterio they showed a video package from nxt with dominic mysterio versus wesley which of course dominic mysterio ended up winning and becoming the next north american champion and dominic mysterio gets a huge introduction and comes out to a crowd full of booze this guy is hated everywhere and anywhere he goes so dominic mysterio is getting a lot of crowd reaction here and for all the dom naysayers out there dominic mysterio has main evented nxt monday night raw multiple times and even had a match versus cody rhodes he's the north american champion so things are going pretty well for dominic mysterio love him or hate him he's doing big things kevin owens and Sami Zayn come out and ruin the judgment day party and they make a challenge to Dominic Mysterio for the North American title. Last week, Damian Priest and Dominic Mysterio challenged the tag team champions for their titles. So, according to Sami Zayn, it's only right for them to get a shot at one of their titles. Becky Lynch and Zoe Starks, they had the most predictable match in the whole entire show. Of course, with the most ridiculous stipulation, which was Becky Lynch, in order to get a match with Trish Stratus at SummerSlam, must beat Zoe Starks. And if Becky Lynch loses, she would have to get a tattoo across her chest that says, thank you, Trish. Of course, I think we all know how this was going to play out. There has to be a match between Trish and Becky Lynch at SummerSlam. I can see this from 100 miles away that Becky Lynch was going to win this match. When I first found out that Zoe Starks was going to be a part of this entire feud, I thought this was going to be something good for Zoe Starks. But I'm starting to feel kind of bad for Zoe because this feud with Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus just has not been good. It has not been very good at all whatsoever. And Zoe Starks, she's not really benefiting from all this. I think the only person that's coming out that's actually getting something out of this is Becky Lynch, who was probably the last person that needs to get anything out of this because Becky Lynch, she's already a big star. She's already a big household name that people love. Zoe Starks is just getting started, but everything, all the attention is pretty much going to Becky Lynch here. They have a Cody Rhodes recap from last week when he got jumped by Brock Lesnar in front of Cody's mom. This is the same recap that went down at SmackDown, so I'm not going to get too into this. Cody Rhodes comes out and cuts a promo, and he comes out selling the arm again. Brock Lesnar targeted the arm last week, and Cody Rhodes is selling it again. 
Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Match number two, Cody Rhodes had an injured arm, which played into the match and potentially cost Cody Rhodes the match. But it just seems like Cody Rhodes... Whenever he goes into a big pay-per-view match, he's always injured. Of course, going back to Seth Rollins, he was injured. Going back to Brock Lesnar, the last match versus Brock Lesnar, Cody Rhodes was also injured. And now it looks like Cody Rhodes is going to be injured again for this match. But Cody Rhodes cuts a promo on Lesnar, putting Brock Lesnar over. He's a great, impressive athlete. He went to the NFL. He went to the UFC. And this guy is just very impressive all around, except... To my mom. My mom saw Terry Funk throwing fireballs at Dusty Rose. My mom, she has drank with Gordon Soley, so she is not impressed by Brock Lesnar. So another great fired up promo here by Cody Rhodes. And Cody Rhodes wants to embarrass Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. So that match is already set. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam should be a good one, and I can't wait to see that. Ricochet has an interview. He's going to be going face-to-face with Logan Paul, and we'll get into that a little bit more later on. Sammy versus Dom. Another good, exciting match. Two champions with great momentum. And as soon as the match starts, they go right to break. And WWE is notorious for doing this. They do this all the time, especially on the really, really good matches. And it kind of ruins it for me. It takes away from the match. But when they come back from break, Kevin Owens and the Judgment Day get kicked out of ringside by the referee for getting involved. So now we have a one-on-one situation with Dom and Sami Zayn, which Dominic Mysterio, he's not very familiar when it comes to these things. During his matches, usually the Judgment Day are always out there. They usually get involved, but this time there's no one at ringside. So how is this going to play out for Dom? How is he going to be able to pull this off? So this match got really, really interesting and it was a good matchup. Both of these guys have really good momentum. Of course, Sami Zayn, he's one half of the tag team champions. Dom has two victories in his last two matches. So this match can go either way. But Dominic Mysterio ends up getting the win here. The Judgment Day attack Kevin Owens backstage and they brought him out to the ramp where Sammy got a little bit distracted and Dom took advantage and got a surprise roll up pin here on Sami Zayn. And Corey Graves said it well. I think he was right when he said this is probably the biggest win in Dom's career, which is true. It could be true because, you know, Sami Zayn, he beat one of the best tag teams in the world, the Usos, for the titles, came back from a big feud with Roman Reigns, and Dom over here got a clean win over Sami Zayn. Later on, it was mentioned on the dirt sheets online that Kevin Owens is legitimately injured, so they're doing an injury angle here, which means that Kevin Owens is probably going to get written off TV again. The reason for the injury has not been really clear to me at least but i'm sure we'll find out more about that later on there's a bloodline recap from the last friday night smackdown and the title is on the line as well as the title of being the tribal chief it wasn't really clear to me if the title was going to be on the line or not but after this recap it is official that undisputed championship is going to be on the line roman versus jay at SummerSlam, which should be another another good one tomaso champa nakamura i'm glad to see tomaso champa back because he brings a lot of credibility to the sport 
and a lot of realness to it, which is what I like. And this segment with Ciampa is a perfect example because last week Ciampa interfered in the match between Rita Nakamura and caused Nakamura to get disqualified. Nakamura, of course, got upset as he should and gave Ciampa a kick to the chest, which Ciampa admits, you know what? I deserve that. I'm going to let it slide, but you get one free shot. If you come out and interfere in my match versus Reed tonight, then me and you, we're going to have a problem. Straight up, straight to the point, and that was it. So what's going to happen on the match? Is Nakamura going to come out? Is he not? It kind of leaves you wondering, does Nakamura really want beef with Ciampa? Or is he just going to keep it cool? What What's going to happen here? So this match, before it even got started, was already quite interesting here. So Ciampa versus Reed. And they these two guys, they know each other really, really well from NXT. And they beat each other up pretty good throughout this match. Nakamura did end up coming out, but he did not physically get involved in the match however it still caused a distraction which Bronson Reed took advantage and ended up getting the win over Tommaso Ciampa now just the simple fact that Nakamura came out there and even though he did not physically get involved Ciampa could still argue that Nakamura came out there when he wasn't supposed to so we might get Nakamura versus Tommaso Ciampa feud which I'm all for. However, this kind of seems a lot similar to what was going on between Ricochet, Reed, and Nakamura before the money in the bank. You would see all these three guys involved in one way or another in a, in different matches, except this time you got Tommaso and Ciampa mixed in with these two guys instead of Ricochet. So I hope we can just see Nakamura versus Ciampa and maybe Reed can go off and do something else but we will see what happens Liv Morgan versus Rhea Ripley the match is announced that it's going to take place in Monday Night Raw and I said good at least it's not going to take place at SummerSlam which I thought what was going to happen originally but instead they're going to do it in Monday Night Raw however Rhea Ripley attacked Liv Morgan sneak attack blind attack and took her out Rhea Ripley does not need to do this versus Liv Morgan but Rhea Ripley got a lot of heat on Liv Morgan when for her arm and potentially injure Liv Morgan with the chair. So what does this mean? It means that since the match didn't officially take place at Monday Night Raw like it should, it might happen at SummerSlam, unfortunately. Or since they did a possible injury angle here with Liv Morgan, is Raquel Rodriguez going to step in instead of Liv Morgan, which I hope that's the case. I really, really hope so. I would much, much rather see Raquel versus Rhea at SummerSlam. The Viking Raiders versus Alpha Academy. They had a recap from their match last week. The Viking Raiders rules match, which the Alpha Academy lost. And I thought that was the end of this feud. But the feud continues because this time, Maxine Dupree challenges Valhalla, or how she likes to call herself, the Alpha Queen, challenges Valhalla. So the feud continues. I don't know about you guys, but this to me, and I hate to say these words because I truly believe that Chad Gable is a great talent but this is one of those piss break feuds to me probably the most uninteresting thing that's going on on Raw TV at this point and I usually skip through these segments I don't know how you guys feel about it but that's just me Ricochet has an in-ring promo and he's looking for Logan Paul Ricochet is trying to play the role like I'm the full-time WWE employee here I sacrifice my time with my family 
I travel, I do this for you guys, and I'm the full-timer, I work my ass off. Logan Paul, you don't belong here. Everyone in the back knows you don't belong here. Everyone here in this arena knows you don't belong here. And he's trying to get himself over that way by making Logan Paul seem like an outsider. Logan Paul ends up jumping Ricochet, but Ricochet gets the last laugh again on Logan Paul and is standing tall. But the match is set, Ricochet versus Logan Paul at SummerSlam. Damian Priest versus Apollo Crews. Damian gets a nice victory with a big choke slam over Apollo Crews, as he should, because he is Mr. Money in the Bank, and he needs to get some wins, especially if he plans to cash in the Money in the Bank. You don't want to seem like an undeserving champion who just got the title on a fluke. So these wins is a good look for Damian Priest, especially if he is going to become the next world champion at some point. Becky Lynch has a backstage interview, but I didn't really pay attention to the interview. I was mostly paying attention to what was going on in the background. Usually we see some random people talking in the background and usually that stuff is a lot more interesting than what's usually being said in the interview anyway drew mcintyre and gunther they have a face-to-face they're also going to be going one-on-one at SummerSlam. the last match that they had was a three-way which involved sheamus and drew mcintyre claims this time it's going to be different since it's going to be on one-on-one this should also be a great match and I'm looking forward to it. Drew McIntyre, to build up their match at SummerSlam, has a match versus Ludwig Kaiser. And Drew McIntyre ends up getting the win with a Claymore out of nowhere, as he should, because if he is going to be facing Gunther, he needs to get some momentum, he needs to look strong, and he needs to get wins. After the match, Imperium ends up getting some heat on Drew McIntyre, and Matt Riddle comes out for the save, but ends up getting flattened by Gunther right away. So there goes Matt Riddle, thank you for coming. But Drew McIntyre power bombs Gunther through the announce table to a big pop. So far, so good with this feud with Drew McIntyre and Gunther. This is going to be one of the good ones at SummerSlam to look forward to. And the main event, the main event was a contract sign-in between Finn Balor and Seth Rollins. Finn Balor, he's getting first crack at Seth Rollins, just how Damian Priest and Finn Balor agreed to. Now, Damian Priest, he can cash in the money in bank whenever he feels like it, but he's going to give his fellow Judgment Day member first crack at the champion. Of course, Seth Rollins, he tries to use that to his advantage and tells Finn Balor, even if you do beat me at SummerSlam, your boy Damian Priest, he's going to cash in on you. You know it, we know it, we all know it. But either way, this is really, really good. Another good match here for SummerSlam because this story is just so good. It goes back to seven years and if you don't know it, you should get familiar with the story because this is the definition of long-term storytelling, long-term booking, and this is really, really good. And you also have Damian Priest hanging around there with the briefcase, the Money in the Bank briefcase, which makes you kind of wonder, is he going to cash in? Would he cash in on Finn Balor? Anything can happen here, and this is going to be so good to watch, I think. This is probably, next to the bloodline, probably the next big match that's going to take place at SummerSlam. That was Monday Night Raw. I am going to have a SummerSlam prediction episode coming out here soon. So be on the lookout for that. Until then, hit me up at Snug Wrestling. Thank you guys for listening and we'll talk soon.